0: I used to think success was something you had to be superhuman to achieve, that the successful were different from the rest of us, that you had to be born better than a normal human to achieve anything, but the successful are more similar to you and me than we thought. They're just real people, so I go talk with them. I'm Dakota O'Neal, and this is Real with O'Neal. Hey guys, welcome to Real with O'Neal. I'm your host, Dakota O'Neal, and founder of this podcast. I'm here today with our technical producer, Amber Burke.
1: Hey guys, uh, my name is Amber, as he said, and I'm the technical producer, which just means I do all the behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, like editing and making sure everything gets out on time. Uh, we're going to do things a little differently today than you would normally see on a podcast. Instead of the host interviewing the guest, I'm going to be interviewing him. We're going to see how that goes.
0: <laughs> I think it's going to go great.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great. So I guess let's let's get into the reasoning for the show
0: the reasoning for the show?
1: Yeah, let's get into that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so far in life, I've seen that there are people who seem to think that success is something that they can never achieve. Right. That success is something only attained by someone with something different, someone that's truly special, someone with some abnormal trait, like super human work ethic, or genius intellect, or some creative spark that they're lacking a lot of people just seem to think that success just can't happen to them right and I just I don't believe that's true a lot of people don't believe that true the fact that the majority of millionaires in America today are self-made millionaires don't seem to think that that's true and a lot of the business owners and wealthy people and happy people that I've met just are normal people right they're not special honestly I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I just mean in the grand scheme of things, there's not really that much different between you, me, and a local business owner or a corporate millionaire.
1: I think the only thing that would be different is like their mind state.
0: State of mind, definitely. That is probably the greatest difference is a successful person said, what can I do? What can I achieve? How do I achieve it? And that's what success is, is having a goal, chasing it, and achieving it. And the difference between successful and unsuccessful people lies somewhere in one of those three steps. Mm-hmm. So either you don't got a goal, and a lot of people feel like that alone is a reason they can't be successful. All you got to do is find your goal. Right. Find something that makes you smile. Find something that makes you excited. Find something that you think, man, I could do this every day. And do it. Like, it doesn't matter what what it is, and that's something that a lot of people get caught up on the that stage, too, is chasing it is They think oh, I can't make money doing this, or oh, I can't be happy doing that, or oh, I, I'll never make it anywhere with this idea, this skill set, this talent, this passion, that they get too deep caught up into the victim mentality. And that alone probably separates most successful people from non-successful people is mentality and, and the victim role. Right. And what I mean by that is no matter where you are, No matter what point in life you're at, whether you're 30 or 20 or 50 or 80, whether you're poor, whether you got a little money, whether you got a lot of money and you're just not happy with it, whatever, whatever your situation is, there's a way forward. Whatever circumstances you faced before may not always be there in the future. And that stage two is chasing it is, hey, I want to be an author. So you write a book. Hey, I want to be an artist. So you paint. Hey, I want to be an actor. So you go out and audition. Right. That's the difference between most people is most people have an idea, Mm -hmm. but they don't chase it. And the reason why they don't chase it is because they feel like they can't for some reason. I'm not here to look down on people and tell you you're bad for not chasing your goals, but what I'm trying to tell you is you can.
1: Right. No, absolutely.
0: No matter what your circumstances are, you can chase your dreams.
1: Right, there's nothing that can stop you from doing what you want to do.
0: The only thing that can stop you is yourself. Right, exactly. I mean, honestly, there's a few different mentalities. There's the government's keeping me down, which, okay, I can sympathize with that view. I used to have that same view. But aside from taxes, aside from maybe sending you to jail for stuff that shouldn't necessarily be illegal, aside from the systemic type of issues that people face in this country... The government doesn't do a whole lot in our daily lives.
1: Right.
0: There's no government agent that's actually just holding our hands and telling us, nah, you can do this, you can do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. It's something people say so that they feel better about not doing what they want to do. And then there's the other one where, oh, well, the rich are keeping me down. That, That's bull. <laughs> for, for lack of a better term, <laughs> that's bull. Because there's a lot of people who are rich today that weren't rich. Whenever they were in their early 20s right, or their teens who weren't born into richness. And yeah, they might have had to work really hard to get where they're at. They might have had to make some sacrifices, but they did it. But you can't take that away from the people who got rich by doing. They're not holding us down is what I'm right. trying to say. I, no one's ever forced me to buy anything from Amazon. Like you Don't get me wrong, the advertising is there, the psychology is there They've done a great job of setting it up to where it's really hard to say no But at the end of the day, it's you that clicks Right. It's all about self-control But yeah, and then there's the the people who have an idea And they don't chase it because they feel like there's some outside force And all I'm trying to say is that there's not an outside force Stopping you from chasing your goals You have a whole lifetime, or at least the time you have left to do what you want to do And I get that there's people out there with dependents and people who are, might be taking care of a relative or, or anything, any other set of circumstances that might necessarily make it harder or more of a obstacle to that path of success. But people have overcome more.
1: Right. You can always change.
0: You can always change. There's always options. There's always something out there that is a solution to your problems. I'm a huge believer in the mentality of if there's a will, there's a way. I don't want to sound like I'm trying to talk down on people's situations, because I'm really not. I really don't want to. I really no. don't want anyone to listen to this and think, well, Dakota's just telling me that I'm not successful because I'm lazy. That's not it.
1: I think for reference, we should state what our situation is. We're currently living out of a studio apartment, and you know, neither of us have really gotten that success yet. This is what that's meant to be for us is...
0: Well, it's not necessarily meant to be our success. It's meant to be the journey to us finding what success is.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So what that means is, she's right. You know, we live in a studio apartment. We drive cars that aren't in the best shape, and they're not the best cars. We're not doing the things that we would necessarily call our dream jobs. It's a whole lot of life right now. It's a whole lot of common issues. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. No, we're happy. We changed our mind state. We changed our mind state. And now we're trying to chase that idea of success. And let, let's go ahead and define what success is. Because I feel like so far I've done one bad thing. I mainly seem to have focused on financial success. And that's not what success is. Success is having a goal. Chasing it and achieving it. And I know I already said that. But that means more than just money. It means maybe you want to master an art. Maybe you want to become a master sculptor. Maybe you want to know as much as you possibly can about painting. Maybe you are a blacksmith. Maybe you are a teacher who just wants to be the best teacher they can be. Maybe you're someone who really just wants to be the best husband that has ever existed. Maybe you want to be the best father. Maybe you want to be a great guru. Maybe you want to be a great yoga teacher. Maybe you just want to be really, really good at driving trucks. (laughs) <laughs> like seriously right. it doesn't matter what you want to do what you want to be or what the financial ceiling for that is but you do have to accept that some things have a financial ceiling right. and so if you want to call your definition of success being a high school English teacher maybe grow to accept that finances and being rich will very unlikely be part of that Right. but that's fine that's still success
1: Right, no, as long as you are happy and that's your goal, that's success.
0: That's success. And that's what this show is supposed to be. Us meeting with people who have had goals, who have chased them and achieved them. That's going to be us meeting with people who are successful. And finding out from them how to achieve it ourselves. Right. And not only finding out for ourselves, but to share it with everyone who listens. Anyone who wants to tune in. And pick up the wisdom we're gaining from these people. That's what this show is for. And it's not just financial, like I said. And it's not even just professional. Like I said, maybe you want to be a great spouse. Maybe you want to be a great parent. Maybe you want to be the best truck driver that's ever lived. Whatever your goals are.
1: You can achieve them.
0: You can achieve them. The only thing that's stopping you is you. And that's not a bad thing. A lot of people make mistakes. Up until this point in life, I haven't really been chasing my goals at all. And that's part of what this podcast is meant to do. Is to take my enlightenment, my little tiny bit. (laughs) Like, I'm not the Dalai Lama. But take my little tiny bit of, of mental positivity and share it. Because that's what I think people are supposed to do. Is take knowledge, take experience, take the little bit of progress they make. Take their success and share it. And that's all I want to do, is find successful people, get them to share their success with me, and then I'll share it with everyone else.
1: Right. Uh, I think it'd be good to talk a little bit about you. Uh-huh.
0: A little more about me. <laughs> Buckle in, guys. This is going to be an hour long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just uh, share, like, some of your work experience.
0: Okay. Um, I started working at Waterville uh, whenever I was, like, 14. Mm-hmm. W- which, really, I'd, I've done handyman and, and some odd construction work and, and some landscaping with my dad before that right but we're not going to get into all that we're going to start with my first real tax paying job and that was waterville which i don't think i paid taxes at 14 but regardless (laughs) waterville i I worked in the park services and and for people who don't understand what park services means that means janitor uh (laughs) it really does it no it does and i've just picked up floats you know i picked up floats and i uh cleaned toilets There was one (laughs) one terrible day Codes are a very common thing amongst jobs. And mm-hmm. if you hear bunny rabbit over the radio in an amusement place, it's they're probably not talking about Bugs Bunny. No, probably not. Like they're, they're talking about some kind of animal. It doesn't need to be there. And it mm-hmm. could be any type of animal. But usually it's going to be something that would freak people out if they say it. Right. In this instant, I'm at Snake. So Snake. <laughs> they call over the radio. I think it was like my third day. And they call over the radio and they're like, Hey, we got a bunny rabbit in the Lazy River. Which for people that don't know what a lazy river is, it's a circular uh, water thing. It flows, and you sit in a float and be lazy.
1: Literally, just epitome of laziness.
0: Yeah, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> so you they call me over to the lazy river. They tell me there's a bunny rabbit. I come over just expecting to chase something off. You know what I mean? Like it's a rabbit. What am I gonna do? I ain't gonna catch it. So I'm just gonna chase it. So I come over there with nothing. Right man the lifeguards over there they start yelling at me telling me like man what are you doing there's a snake in here man you didn't bring a net or nothing i was like y'all said bunny rabbit they said that's a code <laughs> i didn't know it was my third day i was 14 right but yeah that happened <laughs> and, and then uh from waterville i went and worked in a movie theater one of the Cobb theaters that was boring that yeah. was really boring. <laughs> One of the most boring jobs I've ever had. Because I worked there at the same time the Redbox and Netflix were starting to take off. So people just weren't going to the movies as much anymore. Not to mention it was kind of a dead movie year anyway. I think the biggest hits that year, which they were big hits, but the biggest hits that year were Deadpool and Jurassic World.
1: Yeah, those are pretty big, but there's only like two of them.
0: Yeah, those, those I think that, I don't want to say all that because people are gonna correct us yeah like what if four years from now someone gets on here and is posting like actually i looked it up in the year the deadpool came out these 20 other big blog posts the point is my movie theater in particular <laughs> was not doing well that year i was bored out of my mind yeah. um, other stuff arose because of that boredom that i'm not gonna get into right now but yeah
1: and i didn't give you like anything but popcorn
0: yeah <laughs> no yeah yeah <laughs> Movie theaters, for one, they didn't want to pay us that good. It was minimum wage. And for two, they didn't want to give us food. So it was like I was working for minimum wage at the age of like 15, 16 at this movie theater eating nothing but popcorn.
1: Right, because movie food is like way overpriced. Yeah, $14. it's like
0: $14 for a chicken finger plate. Yeah. I wasn't finna pay no 14 on minimum wage for a chicken finger plate of frozen chicken fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like for fourteen dollars for a chicken finger plate, they should be cooking them things back there, Gordon Ramsay style.
1: Hand breading.
0: Hand breaded. <laughs> but no, it's frozen chicken fingers, and they're making people pay fourteen dollars for them. That's back then.
1: Right. No, it might be different now, but
0: it's probably more expensive now.
1: Probably more expensive.
0: But yeah, uh, I worked there. I worked at Oa Yeah, from there I went to Oa uh, another amusement park, another park services job.
1: Which we started like right before they opened. Which yeah, was, we both worked cool.
0: there. Yeah, she uh, she worked in ride operations, and I worked in park services.
1: Yeah, I, I love ro- working in um, ride operations. It was it was a lot of fun because I was actually on you know the rides and doing that cool stuff. But, which you
0: were successful up there.
1: Yeah, no, I was. I um I became a. You met um, all
0: your goals up there.
1: I did. I became a lead up there, which is like a mini supervisor.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Um but was... and
0: that boosted your confidence so much i remember that
1: yeah it was. Really... that was the
0: smallest amount of power i've ever seen anyone go to anyone's head
1: <laughs> yeah i did a little, little bit too much
0: <laughs> it was great yeah i uh, loved it
1: but you did the park services
0: i did i i was once again a janitor <laughs> but this time i was a janitor landscaper so it was cooler than last time instead of picking up floats i got to pressure wash Yeah, which was great actually pressure washing is super meditative for anyone who's never done it before just find a large patch of concrete that is disgustingly filthy and spray it with water until it's clean (laughs) yeah that was fun it was cool being part of that because we got the experience of being at the beginning of something right we got the experience of growing with a new place that had never existed before
1: right and it really is something unique honestly
0: And it was a great experience
1: yeah No, I don't don't regret my time there at all. I did that for two years. I think you did it for... A year and a half? Yeah, a year and a half. After that, you did construction.
0: Yeah, I worked in construction for a little over a year. That was fun. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something about construction. That'll teach you what hard work means. For sure. It'll teach you what it means to accomplish something one step at a time. Construction will teach you what it means to create something that didn't exist before you got there. Or to improve on something that was already there. And I will say that construction is very underrated as to how important it is to the world. Mm-hmm. Because would nothing exist without construction. No. Like, literally. There wouldn't be buildings, there wouldn't be hotels, there wouldn't be movie theaters, there wouldn't be any of the other places that I've worked. Or that anyone else works. Or that anyone else lives in. Like, mm-hmm. construction is definitely in the top five most most required services out there oh yeah and no one seems to respect it and that sucks because if you want to learn success build a house (laughs) seriously you want to learn what success feels like come to a plot of land that is nothing but alabama red dirt and then spend six months there and leave with a three-bedroom two-bath that's success that feeling is you're gonna be tired Oh yeah,
1: for sure. It's, it's not an easy job.
0: No, no, it's not. You're gonna be tired. You're going. You're gonna look back and be like, man, that hurt. <laughs> but I think that's another part of success is pain. I don't think you can be successful without sacrifice, without giving something up and putting something else, like from yourself, into it. And construction will teach you that for sure. <laughs> but yeah. That was fun. I I hope the guy that we worked for, or that I worked for, we.
1: I, I did not do construction. And she
0: never once set foot on construction site.
1: <laughs> I brought him lunch a few times, and I think I think that was it.
0: You stayed in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be great to have the guy that I worked for come on the show.
1: Yeah, but after that, you did security for a little while.
0: I did security for I want to say three weeks.
1: Yeah, it uh, was right before the pandemic.
0: It was right as the pandemic was starting. I was working in construction when it all shut down, but that was great. That was a lot of fun. The way that job worked is another upstart company, uh, which construction was also, I did that for an upstart company. I've almost exclusively worked for new or like brand new companies. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I started for security in this startup company. I'm not going to name names because I'm pretty sure that company doesn't even exist anymore. But they work with several of the big businesses around here. But they sent me, in particular, to the series of vacation houses down in Gulf Shores. And I was in charge of about 14 of those little beach houses that they rent out. And while I was there, it was rented out by almost exclusively groups of spring breakers from the various colleges around Alabama. Mm-hmm. And it was just a giant party. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was 14 houses of people drinking and playing loud music and... Doing everything that I was there to stop them from doing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so uh, I was given one of those rental houses as like a base of operations, which I didn't need it. I didn't need it at all. I was only there to walk around every couple hours during the day, and then at night I had to enforce the city noise ordinance, which... Man, you have like, I want to say about 2,000. I want to, <laughs> there was a lot of people. There was about a million people in each house and trying to keep that many people quiet during spring break at night when they've been drinking in front of you all day is like trying to herd a million cats into one room. Yeah. It was it was next to impossible. <laughs> But yeah, uh that was that was a lot of fun. I I didn't do that for very long. I had a huge disagreement with the manager who was not successful at anger management. Mm-hmm. And needs <laughs> to add that to his list of goals.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So what else? What else did I have I done. You
1: had uh after that you did five guys.
0: I did five guys. I worked for five guys. Uh,
1: that's an experience.
0: That's a whole other world.
1: For those of you who have never worked in fast food, it is definitely um
0: New. It's different.
1: Yeah. It's it's nothing like another job. It's not even really like working in a normal restaurant.
0: The closest I would say that you could get to working in a Five Guys kitchen. I was a grill cook, by the way. So that means nothing to anyone who hasn't worked in fast food. But I was a grill cook <laughs> for a Five Guys in a tourist town during the summer. And I'm going to leave it Oh, and our AC barely worked. That's the key detail. It was very hot. It was very, very hot.
1: Especially for in this area, y- y- y'all know that it gets really hot, really. In usually. case
0: you didn't know what area we're in, you, you just dropped the y'all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very southern. <laughs> Gulf Shores. We're
0: from Alabama. Where we live in Alabama. Throw that in there. We should probably shouldn't mention that off-rip. <laughs> but yeah, five guys in the summer, during in a tourist town that is constantly expanding. So we were slam, nonstop. There was no lunch rush, there was no dinner rush, there was no rush. It was rush. Like you can come in, the doors open, and there was a thousand people within five minutes and they didn't slow down until you left that night. And I was <laughs> I had the unfortunate honor of uh being the mid shift, which is a lie. Uh, <laughs> if any of you ever get a job in fast food and they put you on mid shift, it's a lie. You're a closer. You're a closer that works extra hours. That's what you are. And I worked there six, seven months, something like that. Wow. A minute. Longer than I worked at most jobs. But yeah, that was great. That'll teach you what success doesn't feel like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) After that, you did construction for like a week.
0: A week, yeah. yeah. And that was a much more interesting week than the whole year, the last time I had done it. That week taught me... What success in anger management looked like because we tore out five to ten thousand dollars worth of tile and carpet from one of the nicest hotels in this area. It wasn't my fault. I was I was a helper. I had been away for a, for almost a, a little over a year at that point. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about the job we were going to. The guy in charge of me took us to the wrong unit and we tore everything up. But yeah, uh, the boss showed up and he, after hearing <laughs> we had torn up five thousand dollars worth of uh tile and carpet from the wrong unit he showed up and was just the picture of serenity (laughs) and he pulls the guy that was in charge to the side and he's like i'm not gonna tear into you in front of all these people because i know you know how bad you messed up but when we get home because they live together the guy that was in charge of me and the guy that owned the company they lived together at that time and he was like whenever we get home I'm going to let you know exactly how dumb you are. And <laughs> I don't know. There's something about knowing how much anger was inside of him at that moment. And justifiably. Right. Like, I, um, I want to say that there are times in life whenever you are justified to be angry. And whenever someone who has been to that job before and did most of the work himself. Leads two people who haven't been there before to the wrong unit. And tears up $5,000 worth of flooring in one of the nicest hotels in the area, you're going to be mad. There is no way to avoid that. There is no deep breathing technique. You're going to be mad. But the fact that he was able to control himself in public, that's just, that's anger management. hmm That's success. Yeah.
1: And then after that, you're what you're doing now.
0: I work in a CNC shop. <laughs> CNC machinery. What that means is uh, I make metal parts. With a machine. With a machine. There, there's an automated machine I plot coordinates i manage a program it does all the work for me and then i check measurements and make sure everything's good i'm an operator slash quality control that's that's what i do <laughs> and uh yeah i do it for another local business owner he's not a startup he's been established for a while he's a very successful man
1: yeah he's actually a friend of my father's
0: yeah old friend, old friend. Um, he's a great guy
1: yeah uh he's the state record holder for
0: <sighs> man i can't remember
1: for some kind of is, motorcycle drag race, yeah, thing. he
0: he he's fast.
1: Hopefully, we'll have him on the show, and he can tell you more about it.
0: It's, yeah, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, I would really love to have him on.
0: Yeah, um, he's fast,
1: <laughs> but he's a great guy
0: and very. He started out in such like, uh, man, I really hope he comes on the show. His story, he told me his story. I feel like he'll be great on the show because he told me his whole life story, like within a week of me starting in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you guys get to look forward to that, talking to a CNC machinist who's also a record-holding motorcycle drag racer. Is that what's caught up? We're all yeah. caught up. Now you guys know what I've done for a living up to this point. <laughs> and you know that I, in terms of financial success, I haven't found a whole lot of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to get there.
0: We're We're going to get there one day.
1: Yeah, hopefully real soon.
0: Hopefully real soon.
1: Um, let's talk, let's talk about some of the goals that we got for this podcast. Cause I feel like that's going to be important.
0: That, I mean, possibly the most important <laughs> in terms of abstract goals. I just want people to hear what I'm doing, what I'm going through hear what these people that I'm going to be talking to, what they're doing, what they've gone through, how they got to where they're at, how they established themselves, how they chose what they wanted to do to begin with. Just, just their whole story. I just want people to know that these are real people. Like you don't drive past a business or a restaurant or, or anything, an attorney, whatever. You don't drive past somewhere and think, oh, well, that's really successful. No way I could ever do that. Because I guarantee you, the person that's running that joint thought the same thing, at some point. Like, there are people who don't start businesses until they're 30 and they become millionaires. There are people who start out when they're 13 and become millionaires. But the most important thing about running a business is do you enjoy it? That's me anyway, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Because if you don't enjoy it, why are you doing it? Yeah. So that's the abstract goal is to meet these successful people, share their secret success, and inspire. Let everyone listening know whether you're working a job where you make a lot of money but you're not happy with it. Or you're working a job where you don't make a lot of money and you want to make more money. Or you're doing something that you enjoy and it's just not making money or whatever. I'm here to teach people that it is possible to be successful. That it's real. And that the people who are successful are also real. So it's halfway inspirational, halfway talk show, I would say. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I, I want to cut up with these people, man. Yeah. I want to joke around with these people who people think are just these workaholics, who people think are just these just otherworldly beings. Because it's not true.
1: No, they're just normal
0: people. In my experience, anyway. Yeah. Well, Because, like I said, I've worked almost exclusively for startups. I've worked a lot for small businesses. I've met most of the people who own the businesses I worked for. And they're just people. They don't have superhuman work ethics. (laughs) I can tell you that right now. They don't have some special spark. A lot of them aren't that creative. Few of them are socially awkward. There's nothing really extraordinary about them other than what they've accomplished. There's nothing different from you, me, them, and anyone else. The only real difference is effort put in, decisions made, and commitment. Yeah. That's all success is, it is someone who has a goal, who chases it, and achieves it. That's all success is. Having a goal, chasing it, and achieving it. Whether that means financially, professionally, or in your personal life. Success is having a goal and chasing it. Alright, so, we got way off track. Back to the goals. <laughs> 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 you know what
1: I'm, I'm most excited for? is going to be um whenever we get enough people to have like some merchandise actually go out.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you're going to be the one designing it <laughs>
1: yeah. for, for those of you don't, that don't know and most of you probably don't um, I'm actually going into college for a computer animation degree because I love art and uh, I'm really looking forward to designing you know, all these t-shirts and mugs and hats that people are going to be wearing Shout
0: out to the Adventures of Moonsnail available on Webtoons
1: <laughs> That's my uh, comic series that I've been working on for a while not that any of y'all are going to care about that. <laughs> You're going to care.
0: It's dope. Check it out. <laughs> Adventures of Moonsnail webtoon.
1: But yeah, I'm just really looking uh, forward to like making all these cool little designs for y'all to wear, hopefully. <laughs> real with O'Neill. Real with O'Neill.
0: Real with O'Neill. And Adventures of Moonsnail merch. We can put that up too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. He, he's real
0: with cute. He, <laughs> Moonsnail is adorable. <laughs> D- d- Alright, so the rest of this episode The other 30 minutes are just going to be an advertisement About the Adventures of Moonsnail <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got a total of 14 panels With no words So we have a lot to talk about
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nah, it, it's it's a webcomic She does, she's going to be updating it regularly um,
1: It updates uh, Every Monday
0: Yeah, just for a background on on our technical producer, because she never plans on getting in front of this microphone again. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not a talker. He's definitely the talker of us.
0: If they couldn't tell from the fact that I've done 95% of the talking so far. But yeah, she's going to be a mother in college doing art and technical editing for me. Yeah. So you're talking to, like, I'm sitting here talking about how people who are successful don't have superhuman work ethic she does so if we don't succeed <laughs> i don't know why because yeah. cause it defies what the rest of y'all seem to think success takes
1: yeah i don't want to brag but I, I do believe that i have a pretty good work ethic i uh i put almost all of my effort into anything i do and he, he does the same you know we we're both pretty hard working people
0: all right so now that we're done talking about you <laughs> <laughs> Um, back to the because <laughs> we got sidetracked again. We were supposed to be talking about goals. Well, this is
1: a real conversation, it right? is a real
0: conversation. This is real with O'Neill, so that's I mean. this. This is what's going to be happening, yeah. but
1: we're, we're going to try and stay on track now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the goals to the goals because that's why we're here.
1: What are you excited for?
0: I am excited to want for one, watch our listeners grow because the more listeners we have, the more people we're helping for sure, for sure. And then the second one, I ain't gonna lie, I already have some people picked out that I want on the show, (laughs) which is very ambitious because as of right now, as of the recording of this episode, there are no, (laughs) 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 the only person that's agreed to be on the show with me so far is my girlfriend. Yeah, and I'm so ple- I'm so happy you're here. I almost said "pleasured," but that, that would send the wrong message. Mm.
1: <laughs> it might have. I mean, I don't
0: know. We we could pull a Chick Fil A. My pleasure. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> goals. Goals. Uh, yeah, the only person that's agreed to be on the show so far is my girlfriend. But I have people picked out that I want to come and. And aside from a huge list of local business owners and people who have achieved success and artists and other such people.
1: We've got like 40 plus names at this point right now that we want to talk to.
0: I want Yellow Wolf on the show. For those of you that don't know who he is, start listening to music. (laughs) Uh, And aside from that, Yellow Wolf is a rapper, a very prominent rapper, very successful rapper who is from Alabama. I can't remember which part. I should probably know that if I'm name-dropping for him. But I can't remember which part of Alabama Yellow was from, but he is from Alabama. I want to get Channing Tatum on the show, another celebrity from Alabama. But a lot of y'all didn't know that, Mm -hmm. unless you're from Alabama, in which case you very, very likely did. Yeah. And then Nick Saban, of course. Roll Tide. Uh, I'm not a football fan. Don't take that the wrong way. Neither of us are. It's just, I recognize that as a man who found an activity he loved, and he made not only a career, but, like, a legend out of doing it. Like, the man has done nothing but achieve goals. It's his whole job. Yeah. (laughs) Achieve goals. Be successful, Nick. And he's killed it the whole time. For sure. And then, uh... Grander goals. We have some grand goals. Oh, one more click shout-out from Alabama. Nine Lashes. It's a hard rock band I used to listen to. They're from Birmingham. I do know this one. (laughs) They're from Birmingham. They're excellent. I used to listen to the song Anthem of the Lonely by them, and I was, like, 13. (laughs) (laughs) I was 13 listening to this super hardcore hard rock song. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say it's super hardcore. My favorite band is Slipknot. I want them on the show, too. (laughs) But, yeah. Nine Lashes, great band from Birmingham, Alabama, great music, been listening to them since I was a kid, I do believe they have more music coming out soon, they don't endorse this show, I don't know why I'm endorsing them.
1: None of these people do.
0: <laughs> no one, no one endorses this show, we do this for free. Absolutely free. 100% free, for right now.
1: Hopefully we'll make, make some money. That would be
0: nice, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, I'd like that.
0: Let's not say that to these listeners, <laughs> they don't need to know that we're doing this for money, this is for them.
1: No, this is for the for you guys.
0: All right, take that back. We're we're not doing this for money. This is for you guys. Yeah. No, I said just... that the wrong way. Don't get the wrong idea. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Elon Musk.
1: Oh, I'd love to have him that on. That
0: is here. the ultimate goal. That's that's our long long-term goal. That's that's the thing that gets us out of bed in the morning and makes us do this is talking to Elon Musk. And it's not because he's a billionaire, no. okay? <laughs> and that's probably the reason why he's our highest goal is because he's going to be the hardest to reach. Mm-hmm. do that well status but i want to talk to him because the man has done nothing but succeed
1: right no he he's really gone for
0: it i mean he, he i mean not in all fields maybe but we're not <laughs> going to get into all that he he started a space program yeah he he launched the first privately owned rocket into space he took a real global issue which is non-renewable energy and he's trying to find a solution to it Like, man, you want to talk about success. Look at the dude who can make a car that goes from zero to 60 in under two seconds.
1: Like, that's incredible.
0: Look at the man who can make a car that can drive itself. That's success. mm -hmm. That's something that we didn't even think was possible. And if we did think it was possible, we thought no one would buy it. He is. (laughs) (laughs) Look at someone that can just prove everybody wrong. That's why we want Elon Musk on the show. I'd also like to talk to good old Bernie.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Uncle Bernie. Feel the burn. Bernie Sanders. Bernie. And that's because that man has done nothing but personal success. He chose a message a long time ago, and whether you want to agree with it or not, whether you support him or not, whether you think he's a crazy socialist communist who's going to destroy America or not, the man's consistent.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't seen very many people be that consistent.
0: Not to mention, you want to talk about success? How about a meme that stays alive for more than six months? <laughs> 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 the
1: mittens. The... He looks so comfy, you know?
0: No one's ever been more comfortable than that man was in that picture. Oh, no. But, yeah, that's that's about it for the goals, really, is, is we want to inspire people. We want to talk to a few very specific people. And that's that's the part about this that I look forward to, is just having good conversation with successful people. That'd be dope.
1: Yeah. Do you, do you want to talk up a little bit about your hobbies, maybe?
0: About my hobbies? Yeah. Now that we've done talked about the podcast and moved on from me for 30 minutes, we're going to yeah. jump back into me? Yeah, might as well. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm a writer. Uh, I write. I write sometimes. I'm not, I'm not like a professional writer. I realized that recently.
1: Check out his book called Evolution Prescribed. It's, it's not going to be finished for a while, but it's really good. Yeah, Fat minute.
0: now that I'm doing this.
1: Yeah. No, it's an amazing read though. So far. <laughs> it's on a iPad. <laughs> <Wattpad. laughs>
0: Go ahead and plug my unfinished work. At least Moonsnail has a couple issues out.
1: Yeah, you got a couple chapters. Anyway. <laughs>
0: I like to game.
1: You were really big into gaming for a while.
0: A long time. Too long. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. I like
0: helping people.
1: Is that a hobby? Can that count as a hobby? You, you give advice to people. I guess that's a
0: hobby. I'm an advisor. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a every man's advisor. That's what I am. I'm like, I got tired of the kings. You know? <laughs> <laughs> So I just came out amongst the people, and I I just give advice. It's not good advice.
1: (laughs) It's great advice. Almost anything he's ever said to me is, you know, come true.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's my third hobby. It's like my biggest hobby is being a prophet. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) People are going to take me less and less serious. longer we talk about this. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, helping people. That's got to be a pretty big hobby of mine. Let's talk about what the podcast is going to be like moving forward, because this... This is an unusual episode, usually I will be your host, I'm not ever going to talk this much, every every episode from here forward is going to be about the guests, and, and how they got to where they're at, and the challenges they overcame, and the challenges they're still facing, because success is not linear.
1: No, it's very much...
0: I wouldn't want to call it a cycle, because cycle also implies some form of linearity in the sense that once you complete one thing, you start on another, and then it's one thing at a time.
1: I'd say it's like a wave.
0: I'd almost call it a branching tree.
1: Yeah, the, the sweater.
0: And the the point of the tree is to grow it. And you know, sometimes you got to cut branches off. Sometimes you got to accept that that part's dead. Sometimes some leaves are gonna get shook loose. Sometimes winter is gonna hit, and your tree's gonna start looking a little ugly. But success is a tree, and the whole point of it is to keep it growing. And if you can't keep it growing, guess what? Your tree makes seeds, baby. <laughs> you can start new success elsewhere. Right. So that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Showing people at the same time that success is human and humans that are successful are also human. And I don't mean just proving that they're not lizard people. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> which is a prior, a secondary goal. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a lizard person test for every guest.
1: Yep. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> the longer
0: I talk, the less serious people are going to take me. <laughs> But yeah, it's going to be me talking with real people who have achieved real success, whether that's financial, personal, or professional. And I'm going to do my best to show you that you can be them, and I'm going to do my best to show you that they're like you. Pretty much the way it's going to work is we're going to bring them in. We're going to have an introduction just like we did today. We're going to ask them, like, you know, how'd you get here? What'd you do? Any advice you can give for getting there? And then we're going to dive into some who they are. Not just what they do, because what you do is different than who you are. Who you are can affect what you do, but you should never let what you do affect who you are. That's the best way I can think of to explain it. So I work in a machine shop, mm-hmm. but I don't consider myself a machinist. No. I am Dakota. Dakota might be a machinist, but I am Dakota. You know what I mean? Like, machinist is a title I have. It's a hat I wear, but it's not who I am. Right. And that's that's unhealthy, by the way, for anyone who's listening who doesn't who isn't very deeply involved in mental health and psychology, defining who you are as what you do is very unhealthy. That is not the only form of success. That is not even the main form of success, I dare say. But yeah, who you are and what you do are two different things. They can depend on each other. They can be interactive with each other. They can even coexist. And that's the goal is to make them coexist. Make what you do be part of who you are and and have who you are shown in what you do. But they're not the same thing. And they should never be completely intertwined. Cause that's unhealthy, right? Because then, if you ever have to stop doing what you're doing, then you're not gonna know who you are, right? So gonna... Very common thing that happens to people is like they'll be running a business, hard times will hit, business closed down. Next thing you know, they have they're lost, yeah, they're twiddling their thumbs completely, treading water, just no idea. Because what you do should be dependent on who you are, in a, in a sense, and, and the way that, like, if you're hardworking, if you're honest, if you like working with people, if you don't, we're gonna mute phones next time. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, you should never let your identity be based around your profession, in my opinion. But, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to have people come on the show. They can be business owners. They can be artists. They can be just anyone who's set a goal for themselves, chased it, and achieved it. That's what we're looking for. And we're going to try to share their experience and their knowledge with you, learn what we can from it, and, you know, hopefully that becomes a pretty good podcast <laughs> that people enjoy <laughs> listening to.
1: Yeah, we're really we're, we're excited for it.
0: I I don't think I've ever been excited for anything so much in my life. Yeah. But I feel like this has been a really successful introductory episode.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you want to talk about a little bit about being like a father coming up?
0: I can, yeah. Because that, that is a huge form of success, and it's one a lot of people don't seem to take very seriously nowadays, and that's success at parenting. Because the whole goal of being a parent is to teach your 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 offspring, your child, your kid, whatever you want to call
1: them.
0: <laughs> To teach them what you have learned. To teach them how to be successful. And maybe that's what this podcast is. is practice for me teaching her what success is. Because I don't want her growing up in a world where there is no resource that will tell you or show you or guide you to it without making it seem superhuman. Right. Because in my experience, there's not a lot of resources out there that will teach you what it is to be successful without making it sound like you have to sacrifice. Without making it sound, which you do have to sacrifice. Don't get me wrong. But making it sound like you have to sacrifice everything. Right. Or making it sound like you have to do the most at all times. That every waking second of your day has to be spent grinding your hands to the bone, working towards your goals. Because that's not success, honestly. No one's going to look back at a long, hard life of just wearing themselves out and be like, yeah, happy I did that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which, uh, I don't know if we've said this already, but um, right now I'm, I'm almost seven months pregnant
0: i think so okay i don't want to say for sure because uh you know we've been talking for a minute we have been talking for a minute oh yeah and that's one more thing about the format of the show i'm gonna try to make all the episodes an hour long because i feel like that's a good amount of time to spend with each guest to give both of us a chance to talk about everything we want to talk about because i'm gonna have questions ready for them they're gonna have things that they want to say it gives us both a chance to talk about everything that we want to talk about gives us a chance to run through any sidetracks because if you guys haven't noticed i tend to get sidetracked <laughs> but i think that's that's the beauty of life and referencing back to my fun times gaming is is some of the best experiences you can have in a game and in some of the best experiences you can have in life have nothing to do with what you're trying to do at that moment
1: right you get sidetracked
0: and that can lead to amazing things right so yeah uh we're gonna try to stick to the subject. I'm gonna try to have some questions ready, but it's always gonna be an hour long and I'm only gonna have a rough outline of what I wanna talk about, so I'm gonna try to keep it real.
1: <laughs> real
0: with, with O'Neal. O'Neal. Yep. That was not rehearsed. No, no, that's that was That's why not. we messed it up so bad.
1: We do that a lot, actually. Yeah. I I think it's something unique to the Look course. at us
0: getting sidetracked again.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, that's the whole point. Is this is real conversations with real people who have achieved real success. That's what Real with O'Neill is going to be. So thank you guys. Appreciate the listen. If you're listening to this and we have it posted, that means you can share it. And if you do share it, make us very happy because that helps us grow our success. And our success is your success. That was a stupid-ass slogan.
1: No, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, thank you guys for listening. If anyone did listen this far, we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Hopefully we'll have some really interesting people for you guys to talk to hear about their success and how you can achieve it yourself. Thank you.